Hong Kong Land is one of Asia's leading property investment, management, and development groups. Chances are that if you work or have visited Hong Kong, you will have stepped foot in one of the company's many properties in the city's central district, where it is the biggest landlord. But the long-established company also has a significant presence in mainland China, with an extensive and growing portfolio of commercial and residential projects, which attracts some of the world's biggest retailers and luxury brands. I'm Vincent Chow, a reporter at China Law and Practice, and host of the China Law Podcast, a weekly podcast exploring China's business and financial sectors from a legal perspective. My guest today is Bobo Xu, Shanghai-based general manager and head of legal for China at Hong Kong Land. Bobo's team at Hong Kong Land was an honoree at the 2020 China Law and Practice Awards under the in-house team of the year international company category. In today's episode, Bobo shares insights on advising on the whole life cycle of real estate projects in China, navigating challenges posed by the pandemic, developing internal compliance mechanisms, and more. Head to ChinaLawandPractice.com for an extended transcript of my interview with Bobo. Bobo, welcome to the China Law Podcast. Can you briefly summarize Hong Kong Land's presence in mainland China? Uh, actually, we are a British company, so our parent company is Jardines,、uh, but our headquarter is in Hong Kong. So actually, Hong Kong Land was founded in 1889, which is now 132 years old. So we entered mainland China in 1997. So Hong Kong Land now has 30 projects across seven major cities, with a total GFA of over 10 million square meters, which includes 13 large-scale mixed-use complexes in China right now. And how is the legal team organized to handle the company's mainland China operations? So Hong Kong Land China legal team is a 13-member team, with the members strategically deployed in Shanghai, Beijing, and Chongqing. So among our team, we have three lawyers specializing in transactions such as land bidding, MAA, and financing-related legal issues. Other lawyers are mainly focused on daily operation legal issues, including design, construction, residential sales and marketing, leasing and operation, property management, and etc. Right. Okay. So, what are your primary responsibilities as the head of legal for China? So, as the legal head for Hong Kong and China, I lead and supervise all the legal affairs in connection with the whole life cycle of a project in mainland China, ranging from early stage land bidding to late stage property operations. Actually, I have participated in more than 120 investments and assisted B team with closing 18 projects, including a mixed-use site in Shanghai, Western Project, which was acquired last year, with a total developed GFA of more than 1 million square meters at the consideration of IMB 31 billion. So next month we will open our flagship shopping mall. We name it the Ring in Chongqing. So it is more lifestyle, and we have built a botanic garden in the shopping mall. So for all those projects, our legal team has provided services,、uh, including the land bidding and、uh, leasing and operation for all these shopping malls. Right. So with so many construction sites and workers across the country. How do you how did you navigate the challenges posed by COVID nineteen? Yes, actually, we faced tremendous difficulties at the wake of the outbreak of COVID nineteen and struggled to regain our momentum. So, with the coming of the pandemic, we experienced issues that were typical to a real estate developer, like the suspension and the resuming of construction, the compliance with health and safety protocol, the resolution of disputes that were unusual but for the epidemic. So, fortunately, with the management being able to make right decisions and all the colleagues' diligence, 
the group has been able to react to the crisis and rebound quickly, particularly in China. So in addition, at the beginning of the pandemic, Hong Kong land also started to use our offshore resources to support Wuhan and other cities. We donated a certain number of medical supplies, including about 20,000 protection suits, 809,000 uh, masks to medical institutions in Wuhan, Chongqing and Beijing. The total value is about RMB 10 million. So also for our shopping mall, we have offered uh, rental reductions for our tenants to help them to conquer the pandemic. It is a very tough situation for everybody. So for every developers in China. So we are working with our clients, with our owners, residential owners, with our tenants uh, in our shopping mall and office building to conquer the pandemic together. Yes, you've mentioned uh, a wide variety of legal work that your team has to deal with, from land bidding to project financing, etc. And then there's, of course, also uh, straightforward construction law and uh, workers' health and safety, which are, of course, hugely important and potentially very expensive uh, if you get things wrong. So how do you ensure the different departments at the company are all working in full compliance with PRC laws and regulations in all of these different areas? So, yes. So Hong Kong land is risk sensitive and uh, we as a hold with as the legal team are helping the company to ensure the legal compliance and as well as to promote the business. So, and we have made sure that our legal compliance structure is solid and sound. The legal service is inserted into every internal decision-making process. Second, we have templatized the contracts and other documentations that are likely to be used frequently by other departments during the daily operation in order to improve the efficiency. So far, we have created 230 templates that are ready to be used in operation and are still working at increasing the number. These templates have been used more than 1,000 times in 2020. So retail-wise, we have formulated and standardized a whole set of leasing and operation procedures for retail projects with 119 workflow charts and over 200 standard forms and agreements. The templates have fixed legal terms and edible commercial terms for both efficiency and risk control. And if a template needs to be modified to suit business needs, such revised documents will be revised by our legal team before being approved. To improve the legal awareness of our colleagues, every year we hosted over 30 legal trainings for other functions. The training sessions are usually organized to cover important legal topics that the respective function would frequently encounter during daily work. We are currently building our legal online system within the internet, which will have important features that would better help our colleagues to understand the group's legal risk control policies and to seek ready guidelines for legal issues that they may have in their work. The system will be equipped with a well-rounded legal database, which would garner the legal disputes the legal team encounters. It would uh, promote the knowledge sharing effort within the team and help us better analyze the risk trending in real estate sector, which in return grant us the dynamic to address our risk control policies to suit the situation. And I'm curious to know whether there are any emerging um, PRC regulatory developments that you and your team are monitoring at the moment. So for real estate, so we are focused. Yeah, actually, for for example, for lending. So yes, so there's a new policies in China that for the lending, it will actually for every city, uh, they will do it uh, in three times. So 
So, for example, for Beijing, so land bidding will only take place in April, uh, July, and uh, November. I believe the single piece of law that we are focusing on the most is the civil code, uh, for sure, as it has changed the legal landscape in China dramatically. So everybody from our team are eager to learn the civil code and its interpretation right now. Uh, for example, for the contract law, for the for the contract law, we need to de- look into it in detail. And also for the guarantee, corporate guarantee things they have and uh, mortgage pledge, they have changed certain clauses. For this, this one, these specific changes, we need to review it uh, really in detail because it's really relevant to our business. We, for those financing-related documents, we have to vet this new change into the documents. So yes, this is a new challenge for all the team. Great. Well, Bobo, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And thank you for listening to the China Law Podcast, a weekly discussion of China's business and financial sectors from a legal perspective. Make sure to check out our website, ChinaLawAndPractice.com, to keep up to date with the latest Chinese legal and business news through our in-depth analyses, including contributions from our network of leading lawyers and in-house counsel, as well as full access to a searchable database of English full translations of PRC legislation going back 33 years. Stay tuned, and thanks again for listening.